Welcome to the Mind Juice Podcast, a dose of inspiration to inspire, motivate, and give a fresh perspective to dancers, teachers, and studio owners. We are going to tackle real life issues with real life perspective and solutions. Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 20 of the Mind Juice Podcast. I definitely had a different episode plan to celebrate the 20th episode, but life has really pivoted those plans this week. And I cannot not talk about what's going on in the world right now. And then part of me was like, no, I'm too scared. I'm going to make somebody angry or I'm not going to state the facts right. And then I was like, Jen, this is why there is a problem because I can't let my fear of not talking about racism and what's happening in our country right now over overshadow the fact that we need to have the conversations. The only way that we're going to heal, the only way that we're going to change this is by having the conversations. Um, man, times are heavy and confusing for the kids right now. I mean, it's confusing and heavy for the adults, but I had to really stop and think about the kids and what they're seeing. You figure even my own kids are scrolling Instagram and Snapchat. They're seeing the term Black Lives Matter. They're seeing images of protests and fires, and they're getting notices on their phone that Denver is having a curfew. My one daughter even watched the video of George Floyd being killed. Um, but are our kids even able to process what's happening right now or understand the why? Are they even understanding the word racism? It's uncomfortable and it's not something people like to talk about. It's a big reason why we're why we are here right now because we just like to sweep it under the rug. We want to turn the other way when something happens and justice happens. We go, oh, did you hear about that? It was terrible. And then we go on to, on our merry way and live our life. It's layered. Racism is layered like an onion. And for too long, we've only felt comfortable enough to make maybe peel off the top layer of the onion. That piece of onion, we'll just talk a little bit about racism. Yeah, it exists. We'll acknowledge that it exists. But to dig deep, it burns our eyes and it's uncomfortable. And then we don't want to deal with it anymore. But we have to talk about it. And we have to talk to our kids about it. We aren't going to change racism in America with one Instagram post or one podcast. This is going to take years and years and years for our kids and our kids' kids. They're still going to have to unravel this mess. But the change has to start with us and it has to start now with me and you educating our kids, educating ourselves and being aware of what is happening and why. We have to get uncomfortable for change to happen. I've talked about it on numerous podcasts. The uncomfortable feelings make change happen and we have to put in the work. Our kids are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. Our children are going to be the future police officers and politicians and teachers and activists. Let's educate them and help them understand so that we can be part of the solution and not part of the problem. Ah, So let's start at the beginning. I'll start with my beginning. Because as I've dug into this and I've researched and I've looked at my own childhood and my own exposure to racism, I realize we all have different experiences, which is why racism is so layered. It's not the same for everyone. It's different for everyone as far as what you've been exposed to and what thoughts you have formed in your brain from your experiences and so on. So for me, I look white. For those who don't know what I look like, I am white. I have light skin and I have blonde hair. 
I don't get looked at suspiciously at stores. Growing up, people on TV looked just like me. I had no problem going to the store and getting dollies that were white. All my dolls were white with blonde hair. Now, the truth is I'm actually half Mexican. My mom's name was Marcella Gonzalez. And my hero of my life is my Mexican grandma, Gonzalez. I spent summers in Colorado as a kid in a very Mexican neighborhood with my grandma and my grandpa, and I lived the culture of my Hispanic family. They all have black hair. They all have dark skin. I'm the only blondie in the family. I've seen and heard the prejudice that my Mexican family has had growing up, and I know that if my genetics came out differently and my mom's traits dominated my dad's, and I came out with dark skin and dark hair, I know my life would be very different right now. I'd be coming to you with a way different perspective. I also grew up in Cincinnati, which even in the 80s was very racially heated. And we had black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods. And we heard adults say very hateful things towards black people. And of course, this isn't about me. But I have to mention it because we all have such different stories that shape our views especially around black people. And we have to we have to get real with that and we have to look inside of ourselves and see what what experiences and what were we exposed to growing up that have shaped our beliefs. Um, now for our kids, our kids need to understand the facts so they can understand the feelings and why things are so heightened and heated right now in America. This just isn't about George Floyd's death. This is about hundreds of years of slavery systematic racism, prejudice, and inequality in our country that are still very much with us and felt by black people daily. I mean, after slavery ended, we had segregation where black people were literally told they were second-class citizens. And then the civil rights movement came and ended segregation. But then, I mean, racism has existed this whole time. Black people, black criminals shown more on TV and in the news, politicians creating laws that put people of color away for a longer amount of time, police brutality towards black people. It's been going it's been going on for a long time. And I think Will Smith said it. It, it, it just now people are videotaping it. That's why we're seeing it. It's been going on for a long time, but now it just started to get taped. And that's what's causing more outrage. You see it with your own eyes. There's something about seeing it that it, it's it's crazy. And I'm just scratching the surface. I by no means am giving a history lesson here, but in understanding a little bit of history and seeing 400 years, that's a very long time. There's a lot of history there. And understanding the compound effect. We've also talked about the compound effect in this podcast. And I teach the kids little by little, a little becomes a lot. Now, in the other podcasts, we talk about good practices, the things that we do, that, you know, practicing every day, a little by little, all of a sudden, in a year's time becomes a lot. Well, let's look at racism as the opposite. I mean, a little by little and ignoring and these things adding up over this huge amount of time, it it's piled up, piled up, and now the dam is breaking. And that's where we sit right now. We all need to wake up. We all need to heal. We need to work together. We need to be a team. You guys know me. I'm a team first kind of person and we can work together to try to fix this. George Floyd was the tipping point, and we can no longer sweep this disease under the rug. For me, knowledge is power, and educating our kids is to the why, and having the hard conversations, we can start the healing process of a giant wound. 
And I know also I've heard people say, even kids like, well, why black lives matter? And I say, because our black brothers and sisters are hurting right now and they all need to know we stand by them and we want to be part of the solution. And then you hear, well, why not all lives matter? And, you know, I can see maybe if, if why somebody might say that, but this is my, my answer. If a house was on fire and the fire department came into the neighborhood, your house was on fire and the fire department started spraying down all the houses and not yours first, you'd say, well, um, why are you spraying all the houses? And, and the fireman says, well, all homes matter. Well, duh, yeah, all homes matter, but the one that's on fire needs our attention right now. And that's how we have to look at this. Our, of course, everyone's life matter. Nobody, nobody's putting into question that. But our black brothers and sisters are hurting right now. They are the ones who are getting killed. They're afraid to leave their house. Women with black sons are having to teach them how to, you know, be approached by police officers so that they don't get killed. This, this isn't okay. This is America. This is what's going on right now. So yes, black lives matter. Black lives matter. We have to understand that they're not being treated the same as us. And I'll never understand what it means to be a black person in America because I'm not black. But that is not an excuse for me not to try. That's not an excuse for you not to try to understand and to be part of the solution to help help fix this. We can do it, but we have to work together. I mean, I could do a year's worth of podcasts on this subject. It's This is just one podcast. And it's not going to change the world, but it's hopefully going to get the conversation started. And I promise you guys, I plan to do a lot more. I'm going to bring in more people to talk to you, get other people's perspective and offer more insight so we can do better. So I can be better for you. So we can be better for our kids and we can teach our children better. We have to do better. And it has to start with us within our hearts. I'm going to leave you with one thought. Research from the Health Math Institute shows that when you have a feeling in your heart, it goes to every cell in the body, then outward, and other people up to 10 feet away can sense the feelings transmitted by your heart. This means that each day you are broadcasting to, you, to others how you feel. You are either broadcasting positive energy, negative energy, apathy, or passion, indifference, or purpose. And that's so powerful. We all can do, we all have that power. And you think about it, if somebody gives you that bad vibes or I get a weird feeling, that's, that's that energy that you're feeling. We all possess that, even kids. So think about that. It has to start with us. The light has to start with us. And then we can start lighting the candles and the lights of other people. But think about that. Even, you know, kids, when, if you're listening and, and you're talking about this with your parents, think about that. And we talk about that even when you're dancing, that your your light inside of you has to shine brighter than the, the light shining on you on the stage. And, and that's so important right now. The love in your heart needs to shine brighter, even than that six foot parameter that we're put in right now with this dang Corona thing, that your loving energy can shoot out farther than even that weird six foot box that we're put in right now. So let's start there. We have to start somewhere. Let's start there. Let's start in our hearts. Let's radiate that love so that all of our black brothers and sisters can feel our love towards them and then our love towards people so that we can create the change because we do, I believe it, we do have the power to change the world, but it has to start in our hearts first. 
Let's get everyone to feel it. Let's not be afraid to have these hard conversations. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions to understand. We can start talking about it with our kids, examining our own hearts, and offer love and support to those who need us the most right now. Don't stay silent. Don't stay silent because you're afraid you're going to offend someone. You're not going to offend anyone. You, you speak from your heart. Stand up for what is right. And I'll have more about this next week. I'm going to bring on a guest or two, and we will have more topics and conversations about these hard subjects. I love you guys. Thank you so much for putting the time in to changing your perspective on the world. I love you. I am here to work hard for you, for all of us to to change this thing. So um, thank you for listening, and I will catch you next time on the Mind Juice podcast.